Welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name's Jenny Senapataratna. Grab your favorite drink, grab a snack, and we will get started. Today I am I have Earl Grey cream black tea and some chocolate mint cookies. Yes, life is good. <laughs> so let's get real. I have been working on my New Year's resolutions, and like I said in one of my earlier podcasts, I am going to take it month by month. Well, guess what? I then make it a month um, without having to change the way things were working. So I made the idea of like, I'm going to listen through my Bible this year. And I have not done that for years, mostly because when we were first married, I had real issues sleeping. It was not something that I was really um, used to, or like I never slept before we got married. Like, I don't know. I was a teenager, I guess. So real, I had real issues with falling asleep and I was dealing with a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety. And there was just so many things in my life that, um, kind of overtook me when I was going to sleep. So I actually listened to the Bible at night while I went to sleep. And whether you think that's a great idea or not, it was really not the best idea when we were in Leviticus um, because there's some stuff in there that I was like, and I'd be right awake. Um, (laughs) But I listened through the Bible. And back then, I know I'm going to date myself. They were cassette tapes. So I'd have to rewind them, like if I fell asleep to go back to where. Anyway, it was kind of a crazy time. So I have not done listening to the Bible for many years, and I've used my physical Bible. And this year, I decided to go back to listening. And I set a certain amount of time that I was going to listen instead, you know, like I'm just going to listen for this period of time, and then I can, you know, move on. And I don't know how much will get done during that. And. And within three or four days, I realized that I was looking at the clock more than I was listening to what was being said in the Bible. So I decided to get rid of the time commitment. (laughs) So I am bobbing and weaving at this point, trying to figure out what works. And so I'm now listening to a certain amount of chapters and then I'm done. So I am currently somewhere in Exodus, you know, kind of flowing through Exodus. And I was in the car, uh, listening to the Bible, going for an appointment. And I feel like it was one of those moments that you really shouldn't share with people. You know, (laughs) it is all about Moses in the beginning of Exodus. Well, I mean, it's kind of all about Moses the whole time. But Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So it's about Moses. And I'm listening to this guy's story. And I know I shouldn't call him a guy, but you know, here we are. We're friends, right? So I'm listening to Moses' story. And it is not the best, like, life story. He really never belongs in the Egyptian life. He never really belongs in the Israelite life. Like, he's kind of a loner in the middle. He really never has... He's never fully connected as a teenager or as a young adult. And he ends up murdering someone, has to flee, goes out into the wilderness, which is kind of a foreshadowing for later, right? He's out there and ends up working for his father-in-law, just, you know, doing something that he really wasn't raised to do. He was raised in the palace. So, I mean learning new skills. This guy's life is just not like, oh, I want to be just like him, (laughs) right? 
And he has a moment with God. And I remember I'm listening and I'm sitting at a stoplight. I could tell you exactly where I was. And it was the burning bush. And I was like, oh, good. I like this story. You've heard the story a hundred times, right? The bush starts burning. And I remember I was in first grade, maybe first grade. I don't know. And the teacher like lit fire and she's like, see, it's burning. And see, and I just, I remember like this big fire and probably all it was is a match. But as a first grader, you're like fire. Wow. You know, just stuck with me. And I remember like this burning, and I don't think she probably had a bonfire, but it felt like that as a kid, like, ah, oh, wow, you wouldn't believe our teacher almost burned down the church today. You know, she just had a quick little candle or something, who knows? <laughs> but I remember, I've heard the burning bush all my life, and I was sitting at the stoplight, and I had this moment that I went, oh, yeah, that's how I feel. Um... <laughs> So God comes and, you know, he said, this is holy land, take off holy ground, take off your sandals, Moses. And he's standing there before the Lord. And Moses at this point has not had the greatest life, you know, and I sat there and I was like, I actually had to like pause the book, the Bible, because I went, okay, here's Jenny. I am in the presence of the Lord, and I want to hear what he has to say. I want to hear what he's going to speak into my life. Woo, I'm waiting for a miracle. And God goes, go to Israel, go to Egypt and let my help my people get released. And I had a cut-wrenching moment that I went, oh, poor Moses. That would be so disappointing. That you're sitting in front of the Lord and you're looking for him to give you some like, Moses, I love you. You're great. And he's like, I got a job for you. <laughs> and I have been in those moments, right? I have been in those moments. I remember years ago, I went to a women's conference and I went all by myself. I didn't know a soul, like full on courageous woman. Like I was like, I'm going to go and I know no one and I've never rented a car by myself before, but I'm going to do this. And as I get to this conference and I'm meeting new people and actually made friends for life at that conference, there is prophecies happening and miracles happening. And the speakers are speaking from stage life into people. And, you know, like you are going to do this and you're going to do this. And I remember sitting there going, oh, good. Someone's going to tell me that I'm about to have more children. I am super excited. Like maybe they're going to be like, hey, someone here doesn't believe they can have more children. And I've got I have news for you. You're already pregnant. Like I was sure that God was there to speak to me, you know, and like I, I will be honest with you. I was very, very disappointed. In fact, when I got in the car to drive back to the airport that was like three hours away from <laughs> the airport, I cried most of the way home. Like, Lord, all I wanted to do is hear from you. All I wanted to do is hear from you. And I had this still small voice saying, I did, just not in the way you wanted me to. And it was one of those drop the mic moments, right? Like, I'm like, oh, you're right. You did. I did hear from you. There were things I learned. There were things I grew in. There were things that I was challenged with. 
God just didn't speak to me in the quote unquote way or in the thing that I wanted to hear from him most. And so often I get so consumed with whatever I'm facing that that's the only thing I think God's going to talk to me about. (laughs) And I'm guessing that's where Moses was. Now, I'm not Moses. I was not there. But Moses makes a lot of excuses about why he can't do what God's telling him to do. And to be fair, some of them were pretty legit reasons. Like, you know, I can't speak. Do you really think you should use me? I get that. (laughs) But Moses probably was like, hey, do you see that I've been exiled from my people? I don't belong to the Egyptians. I don't belong to the Israelites. I'm living in the middle of the wilderness here. I would love for you to say, hey, Moses, I've got a plan for you, too. You're going to be great and you're going to be this. It was never about that there. That was never something. I mean, now maybe I'm missing it and that's okay. But he was, God was talking to him about the Israelites and what God's plan for the Israelites were. We can get so caught up in what we're walking through that we miss what God is saying in the midst of it. Because we are looking for one specific thing. And God is still speaking, even if he doesn't speak to you about that specific thing. You can go on a Sunday morning and someone can say something And you could completely ignore what they're saying, right? (laughs) You can be like, I wonder what I'm going to put on Facebook later today. I think I should maybe put up that Bible verse that I was thinking about. Like, you can be sitting there and physically present, but not emotionally or mentally present. You can be sitting at a dinner table with a bunch of people thinking about what you're going to be saying next and not about what they're actually talking about I actually found myself doing that in a prayer meeting because when you're in a prayer meeting and you know you have to pray aloud, it is very hard to concentrate on what other people are saying when you know you have to pray because I'm so like, oh man, not mess up. And I think that the burning bush for me is a reminder that it's not always about your circumstances and what you want to hear from God. Sometimes you need to take off your sandals, step into the holy ground and say, Lord, what do you have for me? What do you want to share with me, even if it has nothing to do with me? That's hard. <laughs> Let's just be real. That is hard. And I know that in that season, God brought people into my life and spoke to me about different people that I was able to encourage and pray for, whether I did it physically, like talking to them, or if I just prayed. There were lots of people even now that God just brings to my life and I pray for them. I may never even meet with them. I maybe met them once or God just lays them on my heart. And I pray for them. And I know that God's working in their lives because he has me praying for them. Not because of anything that I'm doing, but because that is how God works. And I have to remember that as I meet with the Lord and he says, hey, I really want you to pray for Wendy today. That is who you're praying for. That it is not, Jenny, you're not important. Jenny, your needs aren't important. It's Jenny, this is what I'm saying to you, so it's important. And I am I have to humbly step into that place. And it's hard. Some days it's hard because you're like, but Lord, let me, I, I have some stuff I need to tell you because 
you did not see what happened the other day and I am still spiraling from it and I need you to come in and make that calm. And the Lord's like, yeah, but I'm speaking, Jenny. I have a plan and it's bigger than your problem right now. I have a plan and I need you to make the next step. I need you to start moving towards Egypt because Aaron is on his way (laughs) to meet with you and you're about to change a nation's world. You're about to change the course of an entire nation. That burning bush moment was not about Moses. It was about Moses being obedient, but it wasn't about Moses. It was about changing an entire nation, setting them free and setting them on the course that would change that entire nation. Wow. And aren't we lucky (laughs) that Moses wasn't like, yeah, but great for them. Let's talk about me. Um, that sheep over there is really giving me attitude and I need you to step in, Lord. <laughs> Thankfully, Moses, he may have made his mistakes, but he did listen to the Lord and he didn't make it about him and about God not speaking to him <laughs> about what he was walking through. And I pray as we all move forward that we will be challenged by that. I know I have been because I get so caught up in the whirlwind that is Jenny's life and in my mind. And, you know, Lord, do you see the sheep like this sheep is throwing attitude right now? And I am just about ready to tell that sheep that he can find another flock like this. I'm done with this. And the Lord's like, yeah, but Jenny, um, this isn't. I have something I need to tell you. You need to be still and hear me. And that's what I'm learning. (laughs) Well, that's all I have for you this week. You know, this may be a really weird one for one of you, but I know that someone out there besides me is frustrated with not hearing quote unquote from God in the specific area that you're looking for. And God has spoken to me since then about more children and what his plan was. And what his plan still is. And he didn't let that go. He didn't say, yeah, that's not important. But at that point, God had other things to tell me. And other people that I could minister to and speak to. And this podcast for me has been really hard. Because I hate to be, I mean, I don't hate to be vulnerable. It's just not super fun to be like, hey guys, look at me. I'm making a fool of myself right now. But God is using the things he's teaching me, hopefully to teach you too, that he's got a great plan for someone around you. So if today you're struggling and you don't hear specifically from God for that area, know that maybe he has someone else praying for that area and that he's got something else to tell you. So let's take some time and listen to him and realize that maybe he doesn't have that specific thing to tell you, but he does have something to tell you. So let's take time reading and praying and just hearing what he has to say. Well, you can find me at Real Life with Jenny on Instagram and on Facebook. You can also find me at ChristConnection.cc slash Jen. All of my info is there. So please subscribe, share. Let's get this podcast out there. Like we're doing really well. I'm very excited with um, all of you and how much help you have been. But the Lord really has a great plan for all of us. And I say that all the time, but I really mean it. As we bob and weave, and we're trying to figure out our New Year's resolutions, we're trying to figure out life, and we're making mistakes left and right. 
know that even if God's not telling you specifically what you want to hear, he's still speaking if you stop and listen.